0: Hello and welcome to Furloughed, defining moments worth talking about. I'm your host, Leonard Cochran, and of course we have Steve Otterstrom with us today. And Steve, this is a big holiday week in America, it's Thanksgiving, so have you got big holiday plans coming up for this week?
1: <laughs> we we de- definitely have unique holiday plans coming up for this <laughs> week. Um, we, we of course, um, both of my parents are, are older and um, my dad has some underlying health conditions and so we are going to be staying and all of the siblings of mine, we have come from a big family of you know six children and uh, we all have our children as well. So we are going to be um, staying far away from them mm. and make sure that uh, we keep them safe. But we are going to be doing our very first ever uh, Zoom holiday event. <laughs> ah, and go. uh, we've, we've got some fun things planned. I, I think um, aside from having the turkey and my parents are, are vegan. So that really isn't something that we would have done anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from those traditional food items, uh, I think it's going to be really enjoyable. Um, it's we rarely put this much planning into the connection piece that you have when you get mm-hmm. together on Thanksgiving. Uh, generally speaking, people worry more about the logistics of food and seating around the table and and those types of things. But we rarely sit down and, and think about how are we going to have an opportunity to connect one with another. So yeah. um, I feel like there's actually kind of a unique opportunity for us uh, this this Thanksgiving. And hopefully by next Thanksgiving, there'll they'll be a vaccine out and everyone will be safe and healthy. And uh, because we took precautions this Thanksgiving, we can enjoy uh, another Thanksgiving together next year is kind well, of uh, the thought.
0: I I might have to zoom to your Thanksgiving then, because at this point, uh, I I really don't know exactly what we're doing in my family, uh, my personal family, we tend to do a non traditional, Uh, I will be inviting my parents over and they prefer traditional, I'm sure, Uh, Mm -hmm. but we are talking about having steaks. Um, we're not vegans by the way, uh, and <laughs> well, so we're not uh, all either, but, uh, <laughs> but, but so far the menu is not fixed, nor is the day planned. So it sounds like you are just miles ahead of me and, uh, I need to get hustling. So,
1: <laughs> well, but, if you want me to send you the, the virtual <laughs> recipe, <laughs>
0: there you go. Well, hey, listen, speaking of hustling, let's go ahead and hustle to our guest today. Uh, We have an interesting guest with us today, uh, a friend of mine, Divashish Chowdhury, who is an individual that I have worked with in the past. And he moved away, and I did not know. And by the way, we call him DC for short, a little bit easier. So we'll just reference him as DC. Uh, But DC, when he moved away from where I live, off to Virginia to the East Coast, I found out that he was in a band and performed and sang. So I've invited DC to come and tell us a little bit about that. So, Dibashish, welcome to the program today. It's good to have you.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, you started off saying we have an interesting guest. I don't know yes. if that is a compliment, comment, or complaint. I we'll take we'll it as the former.
0: <laughs> we'll let the audience decide. Yeah. Thank <laughs> so you. D- <laughs> yeah. So, DC, uh, sincerely, I, I did not know that you sang or performed in any way until you did move away. Um, and so, tell us, uh, first of all, obviously, you have a bit of an accident for uh, accident, not an accident. Oh, a bit of an accent. Getting, Excuse
2: me. <laughs> this is getting better by the minute.
0: It is indeed. It's an early recording today, so forgive me. Uh, you you do have a little bit of an accent. Uh, our audience might pick that up. At least it's not an American accent. And so, if just real quick, uh, if you want to kind of tell where you're from, but I would love to. Kind of fast forward to whenever your interest in music began, and talk some about that, and then how the band was formed.
2: So Are you gonna if, play any suspense music before I come in? No, I'm just kidding. no, no. Uh, you're you're your the own. music guys. So. I, I am the music. Oh God, bless you and help you.
1: Feel free to sing something suspenseful as
2: we get started. Right. Um, no, but thank you, gentlemen, for for inviting me over. This, this is exciting. Uh, it is early, but I am an early riser, so this, this is uh, obviously great. I'm at my energetic best. Uh, with regards to my accent, I'm born and raised in India. However, I've been a little bit all over the world. So America is country number five for me that I've lived my life in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, India, Hong Kong, New Zealand, the United Arab Emirates, and now the United States of America. Uh, all of this in my 40 years of life. I just turned 40 earlier this year. It's been an yeah. exciting journey. So, yes, my accent is a little bit it's a mishmash, I would say, of all the places that I've been and lived in. Yeah. So, mm. Fast forward to you said my musical journey. So there's a background story to it, uh, of course. Please. Uh, when I I was raised in Mumbai, uh, in India. Mumbai is the capital of the Hindi movie industry. So we all grew up, and and Bollywood is is one of the lifelines of how India works. Mm. Uh, being in the thick of things in Mumbai, obviously brushed onto me. I learned a couple of uh, Indian music, musical instruments. Uh, my parents always encouraged a lot of music in the household. Um, I got in touch with a few people who were from the industry, got me more inspired, uh, and then life happened. You know, (laughs) Uh, college happened, more serious studies happened, jobs happened, um, music took a backseat. Music only came up during, you know, get togethers or yes, uh, festive, like everything, every every festival we celebrate in India is, is never really a one-day affair it it goes Mm -hmm. into multiple days etc so that that gave me opportunity to keep my music alive etc circa we moved to virginia and uh you know the power of social media and i and i need to uh get this out there so when i when i was moving from memphis to virginia and i was looking at stuff on the internet Uh, from movers to rental properties to the community to the school etc 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 Facebook popped up something for music and I'm like oh okay let me check this out and I and I saw that there was this local Bollywood band uh, which which was doing some fundraisers um, for some event at that point in time and I and I just casually Send them a note that, hey, I, I love the music. Once I come there, I would love to see you guys, uh, you know, jam together a bit if time permits. And pronto came the reply. Yes, uh, it'd, be, it'd be great. Uh, let us know where you're moving. We'll be more than happy to help you settle in, etc., etc.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cut a long story short. I, I met them. I auditioned with them. And uh the weekend after that i did my first show with them so wow, wow. the the band's named masala beats like very very bollywood masala and beats uh, the band actually formed in 2015 and and all the band members are trained vocalists have been singing since their childhood you know None of us do this professionally, but we come to it with a great spirit and we make a lot of fun out of it. That's that what keeps us going. Uh, professions and destinies, I guess, brought us all together in Ashburn, one of the suburbs of Northern Virginia, where we joined all together and formed this group. Eventually decided to bring our music out of our basements and lofts into public space. Okay. Uh, it's 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 been it's been awesome.
0: Wow, and and just uh, talk a little bit about the band for just a moment. I I've I've seen the band perform on uh, YouTube and on your Facebook page. So right. uh, refresh me. I think it's a four member band. It is a
2: five member band at this five. point in time. Yes, one of one of our band members. So it was six. One of our band members mm-hmm. moved over to Dallas, and I'm and I'm sure as we speak, she is in the middle of forming another band out there. I would, yeah. I would be only surprised if she does not. And, and your band,
0: as far as I've seen, mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't necessarily play top 40 American music, right? What uh, what type of music does your band
2: play, DC? Uh, let's say top 100 Bollywood. <laughs> that's, so, that's more like it. Yeah, so I, so I should today, have got these questions prior to talking to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> well then you well, might not have come I, on. I protest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, just just the observation that to t- to date I've not heard any of the songs performed in English. Now you may, but most most all a uh, very very large percent We sing happy
2: are birthday in,
0: are in Hindi. <laughs> there you go. You sing happy birthday. Yeah. So so. Legitimately, though, I'm curious because you are in America with a Hindi band for, Mm -hmm. uh, from my perspective, it's a Hindi band, obviously, Bollywood. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't recognize the tunes that you sing, but it it is certainly fun to listen to from a cultural perspective just to see the differences there. Uh, But uh, as the band has formed... Um, have have you found venues in which to perform, and have you found an audience that's willing and accepting uh, for this? You know, for America, and mm. it's a it's a little bit of different style because you reference Bollywood, and I, I I wouldn't have actually recognized it as being Bollywood music based on the Americanized Bollywood music that I've heard. Right.
2: And and the and the spice levels of the Indian restaurants out here. Yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> that <is> as
2: well. <laughs> <laughs> which which is fair, and and it's a great question that you ask. Um, you know, surprisingly enough, we 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 are a a massive Indian community out here. Mm. So between between the county that I live in and and our neighboring county, I. I can easily guesstimate that there are over seventy thousand Indian families. Mm. So that's that's a big, big chunk, mega chunk of uh, the Indian diaspora in this part of the world. Uh, we've we've found some great audience, and 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 when I say Indian audience, I say the Indian subcontinent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm including. Uh, countries like uh, Burma, India, Nepal, Bangladesh, Pakistan, with Sri Lanka with us because all of all of us put together, you know, form form this South Asian diaspora, which is uh, and and Bollywood is uh, a very strong factor for any type of cele- celebrations, etc. Mm-hmm. Because we all, obviously we are so far away from. Home as well. Uh, I think music and especially Bollywood music and Indian music just keeps that bind us binded together like like a good glue. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any amount of uh, yeah. I'll i I'll, I'll probably leave leave it at that. But yeah, in in terms of performances, we've had the opportunity to perform not just for private events like the big fat indian weddings which are obviously super amazingly fun Uh, we've also had opportunities to partner with a lot of uh, voluntary organizations and do a lot for the community Uh, we we partnered with for example we partnered with the women empowerment fund uh, last year, and we did a show for them, which brought them a lot of money, uh, which they will then, you know, spend spend towards more um, for women empowerment in in the community. Want sure. and and I'll come back to that. What we did during during the lockdown period, because I've got a I've got an interesting thing to say, a story to share about that. But apart from that, yes, uh, a few weekends before, I, and I won't tell you the political party that we perform for, but but we did a performance for a Diwali gala for one of the one of your two parties for the presidential uh, wow. elections. Well, I
1: think I think fun. we might all be able to guess which party might be more likely to invite uh, um, you to join. That's really exciting, and um,
2: as the last know, thirty seconds never happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, th- this is this is very exciting, and I love hearing people talk about music. And I think a big part of yeah. why I like people talking about music, and especially musicians, is you know. Music, in, in many ways, to me, is, is the expression, the pure expression of emotion. Right. And um, I, 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 I met, the, for, for our, our listeners, I met DC one time uh, in my life, and that was two years ago. Um, and that was just before your move um, oh, yeah. to Virginia. And one of the things that I, I remembered <laughs> about you, because, you know, you meet someone and you don't necessarily remember each person you've met, um, especially two years back, but your personality is, is very, um, I, I don't want to say it's a, it's a loud personality. It's very unique. It's, it's, it reminds me of really good Indian food that there's just so many flavors <laughs> in
2: Let's just say I'm very humble in <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, um and, and your music is, is very similar. Now, now I, yeah. I don't want to call myself a musician because I'm really not at that level, but I, I do love playing the guitar. And I did play with a band for a little while. And I remember one of the things I loved about playing with them is every mm-hmm. single gig was a, an emotional journey, you know, that you you feel different emotions as you go from one song to another, and uh, so I'd kind of like to to understand your emotional connection a little bit to to your music. Are there are there certain feelings that you that you try and communicate, um, and 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 if so, you know what is what is it that you try and, and, and communicate to the people to, to your listeners when, when they're there? And of course it's going to change by venue. And so feel free to just kind of, you know, tell us if I'm at a wedding, this is what I'm doing. This, you know, um, I, I'd love to know a little more about your
2: emotional uh, yeah, journey question. with this. It's a great question. And, and I'm fortunate to be, to be born in the country that I'm born in uh, and with the music that I've grown up. Uh, and I say this with a, with a lot of responsibility, because the music in India is is like the word you rightly said, has got a lot of flavor to it, has a lot of color to it and and tremendous amount of emotions attached to it, be it a wedding. And, and the wedding also sees, you know, uh, a varied form of emotions from from absolute uh, joyfulness to being uh, to being naughty with, with all the guests, uh, with, to sorrow of just people, you know, leaving one house and going to the other and then then happiness again because you're starting a new life. So we've got music which relates to each and every of these facets. And, mm-hmm. and it is awesome to just perform for the audience when they absolutely relate to it. Personally, because I am always high in energy, those kind of songs give me uh, super ex- excitement. When I see that the audience gets up on their feet and starts to dance, that that is always a happy feeling for me to see. But more internally, I would... Uh, and I'll come back to that, but yeah, so not, not just for the weddings, but India's got you know, music for, like I said, for all facets. Like, for example, uh, even during the times of COVID, we did a drive-through uh, music experience for India's Independence Day on the 15th of August this year, uh, at, a, at a local park. We had hundreds of cars, and and we were singing and dancing and making them enjoy, uh, filling the air with patriotism, etc. That that was awesome. It was awesome to get out and do some, uh, some of that. But more internally, I, I find music, and I say this for on behalf, on behalf of a lot of people, I'm sure that I find music very healing. Mm-hmm. For me, music is also has also taught me a lot to do with discipline. Yes, it, I've made a few lifestyle changes. Uh, I have not had a glass of water with eyes in years now because I need to uh, look after how my throat works. Music uh, also has taught me to go on an exploration. you know there are so many genres of music.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The, every single country, every single area, every single geographical location has got so much to do uh, with music. This, and I've learned percussion before. In every single song that I listen to, you know the kind of percussion instruments they play, the kind of beats you play. There's so much of overlap, so which talks to you that music actually wraps its arms around the entire world population. Uh, it's also taught me a lot to experiment. You know, go n- not just sing cover versions, be be a bit more bold and, and try probably unplugged versions, probably unwind, loungy kind of versions, mm-hmm. probably, uh, you know, amalgamate... Uh, two songs together do a, do a bit of fusion. So it constantly keeps me learning as well.
1: It's it's so interesting because music is really one of those things that makes humans truly unique. That is true. In, in comparison to other animals. Almost anything else, our use of tools, you could find other, other circumstances where other animals seem to do it. But it, it really is something that is uniquely human. I almost wonder if like the first person who walked out of a cave, <laughs> um, if instead of, you know, I've always wondered if, if, if the first stick they picked up was either as a weapon to hit someone on the head or, or they, they hit the side of a hollow log and it was the first <laughs> we started making music first, you know, it's like where, where we, where our origins seem to just be based in, in this concept of music. And I, I love what you said about how it it has that, that uniting, Potential to it, um, yeah. I, th- I, I, I think, think part of that is we've we've got to start listening to it, right?
0: True. And I had I had seen something. I I wish I could uh, give you the exact reference, but you know, if if we were to sing, say, say a choir, you know, it's a little more unified singing in a choir. Uh, but w- if we were to sing in a choir, what eventually happens? I, I believe it was Dr. Sarah McKay, the neuroscience. Uh, person that we've had on our program here before uh, but I believe it was on her program she talked about the fact that when you sing in harmony eventually what happens is your brain waves sort of like heartbeats you know when you're monitoring it your brain waves end up sort of synchronizing at some point as you harmonize with one another and I do think that is what ultimately the power of music does it does because of the way it works we're If you're singing the same lyric, the same tune, et cetera, it causes us to get on the same wavelength. And then DC, as you're talking about the communities that you've reached out to and how that's affected them, that really, I mean, that's the science of it. It's a little technical in its own way, but in reality, that's what it's doing is it's Bringing unity to the group of folks that are listening and enjoying that music and listening and enjoying that rhythm and so on, so it it really is awesome.
1: So. Well, and Leonard, if, if if you um ever, um, take a look at the difference between live music and recorded music. I know that there were times when when I played with my little band and it, we we never did anything as as great as what DC is is doing, but uh, we would sometimes record ourselves. And I remember times where we would have a performance that we would walk out just feeling like something magical had happened. Mm. And I would eagerly go to that recording because I wanted to relive it. And I was like, who are these guys? I don't I don't feel that magic at all. I'm not hearing that. And um, oftentimes I, I think there is that connection that you get to the audience. Uh, mm-hmm. In a live setting and and maybe it goes to those wavelengths <laughs> synchronizing themselves that you just never can get um off of that recording. You can get technical proficiency, but you can't gain that um that connection. Is that something you've experienced as well, DC?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there live singing is is just like you said, magical. It's it's you draw so much energy from the audience in front of you. It it is unparalleled. It is unparalleled. So one of one of the biggest things, and I say this on behalf of all of us uh, performers, that one of the biggest things that we've missed out on, twenty twenty, is that, mm-hmm. you know, live interaction with that audience. And and that is why performing at the Indian Independence Day, getting out there was was like we were all like so ecstatic. Like we are actually out in the open mm-hmm. with microphones in our hands, and and not sitting in my loft as I'm sitting right now, <laughs> like we're all together, people in flesh. Mm-hmm. So, but but no, look. On a on a serious note, it, being being healthy and wise is is, is more important this year. So, uh, one of one of the other things, other stories that I did want to take some time and share with you is our band started something called as Quarantine Diaries. Like You Fine Gentlemen started this very podcast. We started our own uh, musical podcast. Uh, We called it Quarantine Diaries with Masala Beats. So when this pandemic hit and we were forced to stay at home and those orders hit, you know all of us band members we decided to get together virtually in some form or the other uh, and this journey took off we were all without an iota of doubt we were terribly missing music for us it was like how do we keep doing something that we love so much secondly a lot of our friends who like what we do were also missing it you know we so we tried to we tried to give it a different spin though. We tried to make it bigger than just the music and just us. One of one of the intentions was to connect people with other people uh, via our media, via our platform, via our music. There's so many of us who are doing splendid amount of work this time. So we started off Quarantine Diaries and we used to host, like you are hosting guests, we used to uh, host people from our community showcase their work. Some somebody was a healer, somebody was a doctor on our show. somebody was from the entertainment industry mm. on our show. so on and so forth. just just to give everybody a platform and for the Southeast Asian community out here to also have uh, a name and face to relate to, mm. you know, and learn from each other. Just spread the harmony among the community Quarantine Dairies by Masala Beats started off purely as a musical show but it constantly evolved it it became so much less about us and our music and more about the community and and we loved it that way Mm
1: -hmm. yeah well that sounds like it's it's very similar to even um what you were talking about at the beginning and and um The southeast asian uh, community which is comprised of many different countries right it's comprised of many different languages it's comprised of many different uh religious perspectives as well right only Um, a few hundred languages yes (laughs) yes (laughs) that um and and again i think when when i was um in going going to college, uh, I, I chose history as my, my study, area of study, but um, I also was doing it at night. So I didn't get to pick any of my classes. So I ended up taking classes I wouldn't have thought of taking, and many of them had to do with um, South Asia. And one of the things that was so interesting to me was it's not... A homogenous story oh. <laughs> it's, it's not one group of people it's not one perspective there's not a predominant anything in there and um and again it, it it the best analogy i can come back to is is the food you know that there are so many flavors and you can't take any one of them out and have it work anymore <laughs> um and and i think it's one of the things that the rest of the world could really benefit from and and i think um your music is just like that it it, it if you haven't listened to it before it's not something that necessarily if you've never listened to that type of music you might need to give yourself a few minutes <laughs> to to, yeah. to sit and 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 Start to understand some of those tones. It's like maybe the first time you try Indian food and you've never had anything spicy before. You might only he- hear the heat <laughs> um, at first, but give yourself some time. And I can hardly think of anything much richer or more full than this type of music. What are what are some other thoughts? Because you know, we, we're we're talking to a group of people who primarily maybe haven't. Uh, listened to um, Indian type music or um, Bollywood type music. What would be some things that you would tell them to look for um, as as they try and um, and discover this rich music?
2: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Yes, where where do you even begin? There, there's just so much to to do with the length and breadth of the region that I come from. Uh, I always say that for people who who've never had any exposure to to Indian music or Southeast Asian music, Bollywood is a great, comfortable zone to begin with and <clears throat> and no stereotypical Bollywood is not everywhere, not every song is dancing. there are a lot of songs which are which are equally soothing. There are a lot of songs which are equally healing as well. So, you know what? I, I, will, I will probably share a, a list with with you and you, you can put it on your podcast. I think it will be a great beginner's journey a to beginner's what journey. Indian music can offer. Uh, it will have flavors from probably different places. Yeah. That's but, great. Because it is so complex, right? It, just look at India as a country. It, it's got so many states. It's got so many flavors. It's got so every single place has their own music. Uh, the, the religious factor also kicks in big uh, when you When you pray to diff, different gods in India, you also have different kinds of music associated with that, including including the food. So I am married to a person who's uh, by religion, she's vegetarian, and I pretty much eat anything and everything that moves. <laughs> uh, well, but, you
1: probably should wait till it stops moving,
2: yeah well hopefully eventually you like it rare <laughs> so there, 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 there's so many uh food items that i did not even know existed before i got married so new mu- music is also like that that every other day i you know stumble upon something that wow this this is awesome this i've never heard this etc cetera, etc cetera. There. When I started learning the guitar, I didn't know that you could play so many Bollywood songs accompanied by guitar because traditionally guitar is a very Western musical instrument. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, but the amount of guitars being used in Bollywood music, right, from the 60s, if not earlier, that is awesome, isn't it? That we've we've been transcending boundaries since decades now. Just in terms of music,
1: and, and I would feel like that you know that's it's that's the culture. The culture is to transcend boundaries, yeah. you know. And you know, you brought up um, the, the even the, the religious aspect of of Indian culture, or South Asian culture, and um, you know, I think oftentimes from a Western perspective, we only see the the many gods, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and and what what's not I think understood is that its many characteristics, you Correct. know, of 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 the infinite. And, um, you know, one of the things that I loved about uh, even studying Hinduism was this concept that almost anything could fit into it, you know, that there was a space for almost anything. And, and, and granted, that's just one of the flavors there. But it sounds like from a, a, a musical perspective, a guitar can find its way into it <laughs> i don't know can a violin find its way into it can mm-hmm. a cello <laughs> <You> Yeah. <know? laughs> um,
2: tell me more so uh a couple of of um uh, music producers uh, we we call them music directors back home they were they were actually violinists in some band and they formed the from their own uh own band and they started music production they're super uh, famous in terms of Bollywood music Bollywood probably uses more musical instruments than you can even think about from from traditional pieces to absolute electro techno music you will find everything in Bollywood including raps so uh, one end of the spectrum you will find religious chants to the other end of the spectrum you will find religious chants in uh, entwined with psychedelic uh, <laughs> tunes I was, I was just day before yesterday I, was, I stumbled upon something like that and it was fascinating I'm like wow this this these these are chants that you you know grew up listening to well, and someone actually did a take on that well i have to ask the question
1: leonard's dying to ask now because he's in mississippi so is country in there
2: i have to do a bit of research <laughs> in that you know.
0: can you have a hindi twang to your <laughs> voice right
1: of course we can <laughs> can dolly <laughs> park <laughs>
0: Look, yeah. always
2: me where, where there's a will there's always a way yeah so all all we need to do is get guards guard is he not Garth, a famous yeah. yeah all we need to do is uh get Garth to listen to bollywood and hopefully he'll come up with something
0: <laughs> well it, it is just so unique to uh you mentioned the instrumentation and guitar uh, versus uh, some of the other instruments. And it it is so different because Eastern music as a whole, you know, and the instruments used is so varied uh, compared to what it is here in Western because obviously our bands over here, we may well have an orchestra uh, here or there as far as popular music, but ultimately, you know, we have a drum, two guitars and a lead singer kind of a thing. And it's pretty Pretty typical. What's what's done over here, and there are folks that break the mold on occasion. You know, you right. mentioned violins and uh, you know, the, what was it? Strings, S-T-R-I-N-G-Z, uh, that play pop music. A couple of fellows did uh, pop music on their uh, violins, but it's just nothing compared to the vastness that you're talking about there with the uh, Bollywood and the music that you grew up with.
2: Right. Look, I would just say that anywhere on planet Earth, whenever whenever you talk about music, be, be it pop, rock, reggae, blue, jazz, Bollywood, uh, traditional, religious, um, healing, meditational, spiritual, anything, musicians are always super disciplined. Mm. Right. That 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 is that is one of the things that. That makes sure that, that the music that you're listening to transcends boundaries and you know stays alive for decades after decades after decades after decades
1: and, and maybe centuries you know <laughs> and, and,
2: and centuries yes uh, absolutely absolutely meaning I'm, I'm I am gonna keep uh, Michael Jackson alive in my home for <laughs> yeah. I have seen him perform live Mm-hmm. On stage, DC. If I
0: could, uh, you, you've mentioned it a couple of times, and it's intriguing to me because I, I'm, I'm not as familiar with it at all. But you've mentioned healing music. Yes. If if you could kind of talk to that and help me, I, I think I know what it could be. Uh, but if you would kind of talk to that for, so let me spin the like question myself. back
2: to you. What do you think it could be? I would think. Uh, I'm from training, right, Leonard? <laughs> I was the person back, back at you. What that's do you right. Think?
0: <laughs> well, it, it sounds as though it, it could be a couple of things. Uh, number one, the lyric itself may well have uh, some depth of meaning to it, be it a prayer or be it something that's right. uh, calming and soothing in that way. And I, I would anticipate the music itself may well be some type of a calming or soothing type of music as well that would uh, um, just bring comfort to a person just on the tone and and so that type of thing am i am i near correct
2: <laughs> you are nearly 100 percent correct leonard uh, and it's a permutation and combination of everything that he said yes okay. uh, yeah, some music yeah. are scientifically proved that they you know calm your Nerves, or as we say, chakras in our body, there there are specific music like you know which are used for uh, as background music for meditational purposes, and mm-hmm. and it's not just a fad that people use such music. The calmness, I think, is is like gold dust right now. There's just so much happening. Mm-hmm in in and around us uh, be it positive or negative it's just so much noise happening around us and and that is why i think i probably tend to veer towards calm and harmony and and healing a bit more but but yes uh the the sort of lyrics that you use in, in those um, kind of songs the instrumentation that you use in those songs the the flow of the song, where whether it is like uh, choppy waters of the ocean, or is it nice up and down feeling of a river or a calm lake?
1: Hmm. Hmm. You know, it's it's interesting because I I never really really thought about it that way. But you know, as you talked and actually threw the question back at Leonard, I thought you know, you know, what would be healing music to me? And I remember actually during kind of a, a dark time, a song that I didn't really like much before, but, um, Bridge
0: Over Troubled Water.
1: (laughs) No, it was actually, no, (laughs) (laughs) John Lennon's Imagine. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) You know, that, that I, I remember, um, just, I, and I, I, had, I played it on my guitar and I would sing it. And, and it was one of those things that, that if I was really stressed, if I was really, you know, really struggling, I I I could do that song I could sing it and 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 play it over and over and over again and it right. and it had that ability to just like pull the anxiety out of me. True, right? And I wonder for you, do, do you have a, a a John Lennon Imagine song? Do you have something that do you have a go-to this is what I need <laughs> at this time, you know, or is there a covid song that we ought to um we ought to all be listening to a little bit more around the world to to help calm us. Mm-hmm. What, what what's in your musical, uh, you know, medical chest? Is that for Leonard or me? That's for you,
2: DC. Because oh, heal uh, the I, world, make it a better place. <laughs> I, I I love that song. Heal the world, make it a better place. I, I think that that fits. But uh, I I wanted to uh, come back to my to what I said about the healing music and f- not sound very stereotypical about it. I, it. Healing music is pretty much anything that you relate to and which calms you down. Uh, having said that, things that calm me down are, are slow, acoustic guitar, piano type of music. But but there are other people. I've, I've got a friend who's a painter. He calms down with rock music. So that is healing to him. So I I just wanted to put it out there. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to sound very stereotypical that, oh, the nice melody. (laughs) That is is all you need to heal.
1: (laughs) Well if you think yeah. of your musical medicine chest i mean you need different medicine for different times and and i remember actually when i was going through school and and sometimes i would play rap music right to get myself in the mode to study because i needed something that had a sharp edge to it that would um, kind of get my my brain activated because you know it's it's l- focused on lyrics and you know that was one of the things that I uh, had several different songs that <laughs> that I would use just to kind of pump me up and get me ready. And so I think you make a good point. It it really is what you need at the time but but I guess it's it's also if we don't expose ourselves to enough different types of music, true. Sure. we may not be able to get the benefit of it when we need it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah even athletes use music in preparation for competition or as they even exercise for that matter. Uh, so it's it really, music I think does certainly transcend. And I think we're, we're seeing this theme throughout uh, DC. So I appreciate you kind of bringing us to that, whether it was deliberate or not on your part, but just knowing uh, the diverse culture of India and the surrounding countries there um, and the population we hadn't really talked about that and we needn't really go far with it. But just to know
2: what population,
0: uh, the, the density of the population, <laughs> you know, I mean, when I, uh, I do when I think of India and I've not had the privilege of being there yet, but I've I certainly love Indian food. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it is my favorite. Um, and the first time I tried it, it was uh, the way I describe it to everyone is it was like an explosion in my mouth. And I just envision all of India as just in a good way (laughs) assaulting your senses. Uh, Oh, I loved it. Yeah. And uh, uh, But just in the same way, when when you give somebody some butter chicken that's afraid of trying uh, Indian food in the United States, butter chicken would be a dish that I would give you. And suddenly you just see their eyes dilate and their mouths salivate. Uh, and, And so the same way, we can have similar experiences with music uh, and in the same way the unity that you have around that meal we can have around the music uh and even the colors you know you of course mentioning bollywood you know it just screams the yellows and the reds and the brightness of it all um but yet there are there are the softer tones of blues and the eloquence of the gold and things and so um i think I guess where I'm rambling is there is such a wonderful thing all wrapped in that. And uh, I think it this time especially, you know, Steve, you called it a musical medicine chest. I think that's brilliant. You know, we've gone through the furloughs for those of us that have, and some are still going through. We've gone through COVID, and some are still going through as we spike again, and you know, the uncertainty of when it will end. And I think more than ever, this community that you've kind of talked about, DC, you know, the friendship community, the unity, uh, the camaraderie, all of that, we can find that, and for our listening audience, I just kind of share this, you know, we can find it through music, we can find it through food, we can find it through, but it all comes down to relationship with, and sharing it with somebody else. And I think that's, that's the overriding key of what I'm hearing you talk about today, DC.
2: That, that is 100% correct. And, and I also feel that music is probably one of the, also one of the safest topics to talk about, right? Mm. Uh, I, I have not met a single person who says, I hate music. <laughs> <laughs> I, music I, is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so there's so many conversations that you can have. Look look at the television debates right now. They're, they're filled with angst and and fiery emotions and ego battles, etc., Put in a bit of music from, from the musical medicine chest. I, I love that uh, thing, sweet set. Yeah. So have conversations around music. Like, like I said earlier, as musicians, you go on an, on an exploratory journey. As a listener, nothing stops you from doing that.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. or at least have a battle of the bands, right? Because they always end up in appreciating each other once it's over. True. It seems. That is true. <laughs> well, That's DC, I, I appreciate you being a part of our program today. Uh, w- w- was there anything else you wanted to add before we begin to wrap up our show here?
2: No, it's been such awesome time talking to both of you gentlemen about music. You know. I feel very passionately about music. um music has de- music has got a lot to do with how I am as a person as well. Mm. so and and it's always helped me. I, I would say this that I have not had a single day when music has depressed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know so yeah. that that is why that, that is all the more reason that i that I love music, I love talking about music, and I love spreading music around.
1: I, I was When you said that, you know, I can't think of a time that music has ever depressed me, I thought, well, I have listened to depressing music, but even with that, it's almost like music is a guide right. that guides you through those difficult, hard emotions in such a safe way. Um, I do have one more question for you, though, DC, sure. because I think anyone who's listened to this point is probably hungry to listen to masala beats (laughs) so what is the best way for them to get access to your music
2: so i will share uh details of our website and and our we've got a youtube channel as well so you can subscribe to that and listen to masala beats uh if you have two minutes i more than happy to play something for you right now for oh, your that podcast. That would be wonderful. Play us home.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: Hmm. Tu nazm nizm sa mere Khoton pe dherja Main ghaab <laughs> ghaab sa tere Aankho mein jagore there you go <laughs> Wow that was incredible yeah. Leonard is thinking oh DC just could not stop himself <laughs>
0: It's all good, my friend. So DC, again, just uh, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for opening our eyes and our ears to uh, a a much broader perspective. Really, uh, without, without question, you are indeed an ambassador to Your part of the world that's so much different than we are here but in the end we all have those same needs and i think you bring that uh to light very well in what you do so thank you my friend for joining thank
2: you so much leonard thank you ever so much now i hope that i will become super famous after this podcast and also join the ranks of my super rich fellow indians in america (laughs)
1: very good and when that happens just remember you got your start here (laughs) well or maybe somewhere else but (laughs) our 17 listeners really helped a lot too i think
0: (laughs) well and with that we'll go ahead and wrap up for our 17 listeners (laughs) so as always folks uh we certainly welcome your feedback you can always reach out to steve and i by emailing us at furloughed mailbox at gmail.com again of course that's furloughedmailbox at gmail.com love to hear your thoughts what kind of music do you enjoy uh and how has music impacted you and certainly if you've got anything you would like to direct to our friend divashish feel free and drop a note in there as well and i'll be sure and get that to him And with that, I'd be remiss if I did not mention our sponsors as we've talked about community some today in this conversation. Uh, Upwards Unlimited, that's Upwards, W-O-R-D-S, Upwards Unlimited is a training company that helps you with your teams and with your organization to improve conversations, connections, collaboration, and community. And with that, who knows, maybe they'll play you some music as well. (laughs) But we'll end on that note, folks. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Take care, everyone.
2: Bye-bye.